You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great after uh, this is our first recorded podcast after the beatdown on the bayou. Dude, look, this is no shit, Jimmy. You know, I like to, I'm like everybody else. I like to go to sleep with a sound machine, right? And so you love to hear the crashing waves splashing against the rocks. Uh, God's creation being just beautiful. And I thought that I'd left my sound machine in Birmingham as I spent last night in Alexander City at my house here. But, you know, it turns out that the splashing sound I heard was just John Petty draining threes from long distance, baby. And I <laughs> it was just I was, unbelievable. I mean, just it, unbelievable. It was redonkulous. I mean, insanity that, I mean, look, I, I'm Mia culpa here, okay? Uh, my buddy Brian Passink, who was on the podcast the other day, he's already screenshotted um, uh, a post I made on an Alabama basketball Facebook forum or what a group or whatever. And I said, you know, this was a several weeks ago. And I said, I'm starting to worry about it. And I said it on this podcast. But I'm, I'm on board. I, get, I forgive any transgressions. I forgive any <laughs> losses. I forgive any blowouts. I forgive any, any doubts I had. It's my fault. I'm sorry. I was super fired up when we hired him. I'm doubly super fired up now. Um, he's gone on the road and beaten LSU handily, beaten Auburn, beaten Kentucky handily, beaten Tennessee relatively handily, uh, beaten Arkansas, uh, beaten Florida. I mean, would you, Jesus, we're good. Yeah, and this is one thing to look up. This is one intriguing thing, kind of an aside, but not really. It's it's on point. Um We've definitely proven in this COVID year why it's so difficult to win on the road. It's not because you're playing in the other team's building. It's not because you're not used to shooting at those rims like the home team is. It's not because you had to travel and stay in a hotel while the home team got to sleep at their own place. Uh, It's it's none of those things. It's the crowd. It's the crowd and nothing but the crowd. Because if you look at the uh, home and away this year in the SEC – the away team has won more games than the home team. And that is never the case. I mean, that's never been the case. That's never been even close to the case. Even when we've had good teams at Alabama in the past, they've struggled to win any game on the road. Now we just blow out teams on the road. Uh, it's because there's no fans. I mean, that's the only difference. And boy, what a massive difference it's proven to be. Yeah, it is true. Uh, it's at least a 500 record. But away teams and the SEC have won just as many games as home teams. So it's the fans that, in my opinion, it's the cheering and the fans that influence referees. And, and I think that's why it's so hard to win on the road. All the other variables have been removed. It's, um, man, it, it, was, it was so sweet to watch that last night. Um, again. It's not just that we blew them out. I mean, we were up so fast. I mean, they had no time to gather themselves. It was crazy. Um, it really was to to 
to see the confused looks on their faces, like, what the hell is happening here? They're, they're, nobody's supposed to shoot like this. Um, but Yeah, what we, we shouldn't forget, what we shouldn't forget is LSU is good. I don't care what we saw last yeah. night. LSU is good. They have good players, smart. Uh, the freshman and Watford, that's as good as three guys as anyone has on the whole conference. Oh, I agree. I mean, in fact, I, I talked to Pasek about it. I said, are they the most talented team in the conference? Um, and I, I think he said yes. I don't remember. <laughs> I think he said yes. It would be like LSU I- or Tennessee or, weirdly, Kentucky, who just hasn't put it all together. But it, but if it's not Kentucky, then it's it's LSU or Tennessee. Although, you know, I guess at thing, some point, we should start wondering whether it's if it's Alabama. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is um, – Going into SEC play uh, on my other show, Sports Blitz, I was talking to one of my co-hosts, and I said, "You know, look, I'm excited where Alabama's headed. I, I'm, yeah, I'm a little. At the time, I was a little concerned. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm concerned because this, these first seven, eight games, or I guess first seven SEC games, are whew, things look uh, ominous. I mean, Ole Miss at the time wasn't playing badly, and Ole Miss actually went to Mississippi State and hammered them." Uh, last night, but Ole Miss wasn't playing badly, and they have a good coach, we know, and and that was our first game, and uh, it, it was going to be, you know, back with John Petty and all, but I mean, there was some turmoil in the locker room, we thought, um, and then obviously we had, you know, games coming up with Auburn and Florida and Kentucky and at Tennessee, and I mean, I was like, geez, how are, and at the time, Arkansas, I think, was undefeated, I was like, how in the hell are we going to maneuver through this? If we can just get two or three wins, I'll be a pig in slot. Yeah. We've gone seven and zero. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's against just a- yeah, just like you said, against the toughest part of the schedule. And I just saw some data analytic analytics guy on Twitter. A data analytics guy says, you know, hey, bad news for the rest of the league. I just did some computations. You know, it's the easiest SEC basketball schedule for the rest of the season. Alabama. Yeah, and that's because we've played all these good teams right out of the gate. We've played most of our tough games. I mean. At LSU and at Tennessee and at Kentucky, that has to be the toughest games to win in this league, and we won them all, and we've already played them all. I, I'm trying to think how many times I wonder that we've won at all three of those places. I, I mean, we had to have won. We had to have won um, all those. Now I remember we were talking earlier about the 80, uh, 86, 87 team. Right. Our, that team pretty famously lost to Florida on the road in Kentucky at home, if I remember right. Those are the only two SEC losses. We lost to Florida. They had two SEC, yeah, they, but they only did they didn't play 18 SEC games back then either. No, they didn't they play 18, you're right. 14, maybe 14 or, mm. or 16 or 15. Yeah, it, it was around 16. Let's let's say we were 14 Actually, and two. Jimmy, was it 18? I gotta look it up now. <laughs> we only look that up. That is, I, I, I would be surprised if it's 18. Well, really we only had we played everybody home and home. Back right then, it was just uh, 10 teams. Yeah. Back then, it may have only been 10 teams, so you might be right. I mean, that's so, all right. I'm looking it up right now. Um, and again, this is riveting podcasting done by yours truly. While we go, um, welcome to the show where we Google things and wait to learn them. <laughs> uh, okay. Damn it. Why didn't this give me the record? Okay. I'm just, I'm going to have to count them. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. And you know what else is ironic? We played Missouri that year. 
Okay, so I'm seeing all right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. We did play eighteen. We did so play eighteen SEC games. Games. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the mark to aim for. But good lord, it seemed if you, I, I, I would tell you that just sixteen and two is really tough unless you're a loaded Kentucky team that's likely to win the Final Four. But uh, I'm not putting anything past Alabama right now. Although I think I'm guessing, you know, early in the year, Luke, we were earlier, we were winning some games and and saying, you know, what's weird, Luke? We won, and that's great. But we really can play better than that. We really can shoot better than that. We're we're a better team than we looked, even though we won the game. I think we said that a lot. Well, these last few wins, and especially uh, Tuesday night, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we can play that well. I mean, because there's no doubt that was the best game Alabama has played this year, and we seem to say that every time now. But it, it's hard to imagine Alabama playing any better than they did last night, just clicking on all cylinders. And again, where I want to give a lot of credit to uh, to Alabama and Nate is this. Yes, the three-point shots are fun. Scoring over 100 points is fun. Scoring 60 and a half is fun. Uh, Petty, Primo, and Quinterly were all just outstanding shooting the ball, yes. But somehow, some way, despite that frenetic pace, despite all the scoring and, and, and the fun, th- this is a good defensive team. We play yeah. hard and good on defense, and uh, that's why Alabama is just so dangerous. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com, and they're going to get them for a lot less money, man. I'm telling you, just cut out that big box store middleman thing. When you go in there and they don't have what you need anyway for your Toyota Celica from however long ago it was, they're not going to have it, but Rock Auto will have it. You need to go to rockauto.com. Tell them you heard about them from the Locked On family of networks by just putting Locked On and how did you hear about us? Uh, We would certainly appreciate that. RockAuto.com. You know the jingle. You've seen the commercial. Uh, This this place has absolutely exploded. It's it's just fantastic. If you need a chassis, windshield wiper, fuzzy dice, uh, hula shaking bobblehead thing that you put on the dashboard, um, maybe even a fake handicap placard. I don't know. Ah, They don't have that. But it would be kind of funny if they had it. I don't think they'll have it. They probably do have some bumper stickers. So if you want bumper stickers, you know, don't tread on me or uh, tell your girlfriend I said hi, something like that on a bumper sticker. Maybe go to rockauto.com and just check them out. Just see if they have it. Whatever you do, go to rockauto.com. That's R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O dot com. Jimmy, I want to be sure and tell everybody, too, about Locked On Bets. Go check out that podcast. I'd be willing to bet, no pun intended, Eh, maybe punning. Yeah, you intended but it. They actually had they had Alabama, uh, which was a one point dog. I I boy, I'm gonna tell you something. I would have bet on LSU. I have no problem saying that. I I just would have. But anyway, go check out Locked On Bet Bets. Locked On Bets that is, um, and you can find them on the in the Twitterverse or just in any place you go get your podcast. So Jimmy, I I still want to keep talking about this. I I really kind of joked that I thought the happiest person in the building was uh, Ed Orgeron, who was like, damn. I even look better. My team looked better than this shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were uh, crazy. I think our football team beat LSU by 38. And for, for some of the game last night, we were beating LSU by more than 38. 
That's unbelievable. I think we're up by 40 at one point. Uh, I think it was more than 40 at one point. Of course, it got cut to 30. Um, and, you know, there was part of me, and this is the Alabama fan in me, you know, when you – Alabama fans notoriously, like when we're having fun with something, we see how good it's going. Like if we break off an improbable 11-yard run, we're like, yeah, he should have gotten 12. Um, there was part of me that was thinking, boy, I really want to get to 120 points. But it was going to be practically impossible to score 60 points in back-to-back halves. I mean, that was going to be just in, just sketchy at best. I mean, I would have been like, there's some kind of fix in. I don't know who bet on what because the over-under couldn't have been any more than 140, and we almost got that ourselves. So <laughs> that, that, uh, that's pretty crazy. But uh, it, it was just so much fun to watch. I mean, I, I, I know we're just sort of on repeat with this. But, man, and I've said this on, on the podcast multiple times, that John Petty is either the best worst shooter I've ever seen or the worst best shooter I've ever seen. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Last night, he was the best, best shooter I've ever seen. He was he was just unconscious. And it started – I mean, the announcers didn't know where to go. Dane Bradshaw, who played for Tennessee uh, moons ago, he um, – he, it sounded like he wanted to start talking about some other things. It all, I thought, at one time, I thought he was going to say, hey, what else is on? Because he was like, <laughs> I can't. What am I supposed to do here? You know, when the games get out of control like that a little bit, I think it, it does make it tough on the announcer. What the announcers are trying to do, a lot of people don't, don't understand, but what the announcers are trying to do is keep people watching. Because yeah. Because even LSU fans turned that off last night. And if, if, if you only watch games because you're like, oh, man, Alabama at LSU, this could be close. This could be an exciting basketball game. As soon as it's a blowout, most people turn off the TV. So the announcers do what they can to make it interesting to get people to keep watching and not turn it off and turn on the news. Yeah. Uh, by the way, are you walking in heels? <laughs> I, I'm in my fancy uh, courtroom shoes. Okay. Correct having to walk outside but it's a very pretty day outside if we judge shoe fanciness based on how loud they are those are some bruno mollies it's it's in the amazing uh once again the amazing uh microphone in this iphone that can pick up that is amazing to me i can can barely hear it myself i don't know how anybody can can hear that uh because i can barely hear it but i mean yes i'm enjoying the beautiful outdoors as we discuss bama hoops are you taking a, a a team of Clydesdales to the courtroom? <laughs> no, although ironically, uh, I had to speed up because a couple of Mobile police officers on horses were getting close, and I knew that would be loud. So I sort of sped up so y'all couldn't literally hear the horses. It's funny you bring them up. Um, going back to the game just for a second because I mean I can't stop going back to this game. It, it's just uh, incredible to me. I wonder now. Like, okay, what's the encore for Saturday? Because, look, this Mississippi State team just got blown out at home by Ole Miss. And, um, you know, they didn't look good. But they're, they're talented. They're not, they're not a super team, but they're talented. Um, and now we come in after playing the best game of the season. I just – I hope we guard against a letdown here um, because this is one of those games that, uh, you know, if we, get, if we beat Mississippi State and, and beat them – you know, just beat them. I don't care if we beat them by three points. I don't care how we beat them. If we beat them, that's, what, a nine-game winning streak, eight-game winning streak in the conference. We're going to go from 18 to arguably in the top 10 and then have a top 10 game, have a game where we're ranked in the top 10, uh, welcoming in 
Kentucky. That's <laughs> dude. That's a thing. It's a big thing. God, it just sucks that uh, that we sucks can't so have a pack. It sucks that we can't have a packed Coleman Coliseum. That's the reason why. I, should, I guess that's the reason why I shouldn't walk outside when I do this. Um, it sucks that we can't have a packed Coleman Coliseum for all this excitement. I mean, that just really blows because man, does this team deserve to play in front of a house full of Alabama fans excited about their success. That's what really sucks about this, but Hey, I'll take it. And uh, Mississippi state's good. Let's give Ben Howland a lot of credit because it seemed to me that Mississippi state lost most of their really good team. They had a lot of talent a year ago and, and I thought they lost most of those guys and uh, how they've cobbled it back together and have been as good as they are uh, is a credit to a Ben Howland. Who's always been a good basketball coach. And, and let's not get it twisted. They're not really good. I mean, I know they beat Florida, who turned around and beat the heck out of Tennessee last night. Um, but uh, they did just get drilled. Do you know off the top of your head what their record is in the league? Nine and six. Well, in the league, I don't know. But they're nine and six overall. I can – let me see. they got two, three. Uh, they only have three. They, they won two, three, four. Four and three. Four. Okay, so they're good. I mean, to me, in SEC basketball, to me, if you're 500, you're good. You're good. Now, are you great? No, no, no. Great, you'd be better than 500. But good? Uh, it takes a good team to, to, to go 500 in the SEC. Yeah, and again, um, the, the, this Mississippi State team isn't great, but it's, it's one of those, you know, Mississippi State don't like each other, uh, in basketball at least. And so – it's one of those I really want to get this win, and you want to win them all, but uh, this is one that I think is, is is big now. And, shoot, man, we're we're done talking about are we going to get in the tournament. Um, we, we're talking – we're looking for a place to uh, – a high seed now. And when you look around the country, Jimmy, this is what's interesting about basketball this year. And I'm I'm a huge proponent of Blue Bloods. You know that, especially in, um, and, and, and in football and basketball, whatever. But I'm looking around the country. North Carolina is not looking good to get in the tournament. Kentucky, certainly not. Duke, certainly not. They lost again last night to Pittsburgh. So, I mean, this is going to be the season when somebody funky is going to win this thing. I, you know, yep. Kansas could have a come apart at any moment. Well, Virginia um, won it the last time we held. I mean, who, who had Virginia winning the NCAA tournament? Uh, a, even before the NCAA tournament started, but B, before the season started. I mean, I think everybody knew Virginia would be good, and Tony Bennett's a good coach, and they're in the ACC and they got good players, but and, and they even beat Auburn in the final. And uh, and exactly what you're saying. So what gets me so excited is is that Auburn team from uh, from just two years ago. Are they better than this Alabama team? I, I would argue that it's roughly about the same. Yeah, I would say it's right this minute. It's pretty close to the same because I'm going to tell you something. That Auburn game against Tennessee for the SEC championship in the tournament that year, the SEC tournament. Um, that was about as fun as it looked like one team could have playing basketball, that Auburn team. And last night looked about the same. I mean, now there's some things this Alabama team can work on, and I want to get get to that. But let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to put these bets in for your Alabama basketball, for your Alabama football when it comes back, for your NFL uh, conference championship games this weekend, huge games this weekend. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go out there on a limb and uh, maybe steal some thunder from the Locked On Bets guys. Say so go to BetOnline.ag and uh, go ahead and get you some Buffalo Bills and go ahead and get you some Green Bay Packers. 
I think that's what the Super Bowl is going to be. Um, I, I just feel like the Bills are going to get it together. And, man, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. I know we want to see Mahomes and uh, maybe see Aaron Rodgers, like a replay of Super Bowl one. That would be kind of cool. Uh, or even Tom Brady against Mahomes. That would be kind of cool. But uh, I think Buffalo – and or Buffalo against Brady would be kind of cool. I mean, Buffalo going against their arch nemesis from New England, wherever you, whoever you want to do, or whoever you want to bet on, I should say, go to betonline.ag. Whoever you want to do is another website all completely. But um, <laughs> betonline.ag is where you want to go. Use promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% bonus. 50% bonus of whatever you put in there. Put Free in cash. Free money. It's raining. It's raining in the club. It's like money is raining in the club. BetOnline.ag. Go there. Use promo code locked on. Okay, um, <clears throat> where this Alabama team can com- improve because we are Alabama fans, and by nature we can be happy for a minute. Then we need to start critiquing. Um, a couple of things I saw last night. We need to work on our alley oops. Um, there were some <laughs> cool moments on breaks that we had, and we just don't have that chemistry yet that the the alley-oop chemistry on three-pointers we got chemistry out the yin-yang but on the on the alley-oops we need a little help but Jimmy did you see the shot chart from the I think it was the first half only and it was like all outside the arc or all around the basket and man that's exactly and see I'm a I'm a huge Bucky McMillan fan who was the head coach at Mountain Brook High School now he's the head coach at Sanford and I got to see him do this year after year after year, playing for state championship and state championship. And you would see his shot chart. That's what it always looks like. It's it's like um, it, there, there's one big, huge glob of red dots around the bucket. There might be an occasional outlier as a free throw line shot, but it's usually because the you know the buzzer was about to sound or something. And then all the rest of them are beyond the arc. And that's what that's basketball now. You may not like it. Maybe you like you know, the lost art of a 12-foot jumper. But, you know, Bucky used to say this all the time, and Nate Oates apparently subscribes to the same theory. If you're going to shoot a 12-footer, why not just back up about eight more feet and you get an extra point for it? And the odds of you're making both shots are relatively close. Yes, it's a little bit better odds that you're going to make a 12-footer, right? But but if you shoot enough of each, the money – the, the points are going to end on top of that. You're going to have more long kick rebounds. So you have a better chance of getting that rebound if you do miss it. It's math. I mean, I mean more than it's like some brilliant basketball mind. It's really a math mind, uh, the analytics people that, that have convinced coaches. And it took a long time to convince them because coaches, coaches never want to change their ways and they believe what they believe, you know, growing up and, 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 and growing through the coaching industry. But in the end, the math people have convinced the coaches <laughs> that this is the right way to play, that, that this is the most efficient way to score points. And if you think about it, uh, as complicated as we make things out to be, uh, basketball is just simply about how do we score and then how do we limit uh, the opponent's ability to score, and that's it. I mean, that's it. That's the whole sport. So uh, the math people have won out and convinced coaches that the smart way to play in 2021 is uh, if you shoot from the outside, be behind the arc, uh, unless you are right under the basket taking a very high percentage two-point shot. You know, I, I, I told 
everybody early on when we created this podcast, there would be no math. But I'm kind of beginning to dig math. Um, I didn't like it when I was in school at all. I don't like it now in everyday applications. But I'm beginning to like math uh, more and more and more. And, Jimmy, I got to say, just patting myself on the back here, had a lot of fun using the Locked on Bama uh, Twitter feed to uh, say several derogatory things in Will Wade's direction um, via Twitter. And do it rather anonymously. I think a uh, feet washer called me out, um, our buddy uh, <laughs> Cunningham, but uh, I, I won't say his full name. But uh, he uh, he said, yeah, I know we all know this is you, Luke. But uh, I had a lot of fun <laughs> doing that. And um, it, it was uh, it was a blast. And and it, I, boy, you got to feel like if you're if you're Will Wade, if you're LSU, like, OK, this is a bad omen for what's coming down the pike in a sense. Right. Well, uh, that's the way they should have been feeling for, for over a year now. I, I can't explain anything about LSU basketball. I can't explain why Will Wade is still coaching. I can't explain why they continue to sign good players despite being under this shadow. Uh, I just know this. Uh, I, I'll let the news and the conference sort all that out. Uh, I just know that somehow, some way, regardless of what's happened in Baton Rouge, uh, Alabama appears to have a better basketball team than LSU does. So I'm just going to revel in that. And that's a great thing to be reveling in. But, uh, Jimmy, with that, we will call this podcast a day, if that's what you do. I don't know. I'm just calling it a podcast. Um, so uh, we will be back to Mali's. And, uh, man, I'm so fired up. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm giddy, 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 giddy about us. And, you know, Jimmy, I said it earlier that uh, many podcasts ago that, I remember that Reebok commercial about how, you know, everybody loves a dunk, but when you watch somebody hit a 30 footer, it'll wire you up. When, when Javon Quinterly launched that one from the LSU equivalent of the hog's nose and it just splashed, I was like, okay, this team's pretty badass. And uh, they are quickly becoming this fan's favorite. Yes. Uh, we're really good. And on top of being really good, uh, fun to watch. It's a, it's a, it's a fun to watch team because of the, style of play and the talent level and this team can do great things and let's just enjoy all of it uh even this part of the season and and even though yes i, I realize all the focus will be on what happens in the ncaa tournament uh to define this this season but uh but it's going to be a fun ride getting there all right buddy let's see if you can do this right roll tide roll tide <laughs>